0: Dear Relationship Cynics and Relationship Romantics, my name is Monice and you are listening to the Romantic Cynic Podcast. I actually want to dedicate this particular episode to my mom. Hi, mom. She has been one of the most influential women in my life and I don't tell her that enough to be quite honest. So I'm hoping that when she listens to this episode, she'll realize just how important of a woman she is to me. She is the type of woman that was just raised in a different generation with different morals, different standards, and different expectations of what it's like to be a woman. You know, being a mom, being a wife, being a student, being a career woman. She's the type of woman who just did it all, and she was just a great example for me growing up. So I hope you take this journey with me today where I might mix in some laughter, maybe some tears, romance, and probably a little bit of cynicism. Welcome to episode 14. first started this podcast, I wanted to share insight into my longest relationship. It was 14 years of being someone and something that I just wasn't. And I wanted to share insight into what it's like to be in a toxic relationship. Now, I know maybe some of you thought or thinking that if you have followed my episodes thus far, that it's like, okay, she's been in her first two relationships were absolute disasters. Is she really qualified to give maybe, maybe insight into successful relationships or just insight into what it takes to have a good relationship? And I'm here to tell you that, yes, I am. I think that I've learned, and this is not, this doesn't apply to just relationships. This in, implies to life and work in general that I tend to, and I think a lot of people would agree, that we tend to learn the most in our failures versus our successes. Because when we fail at something, There are lessons to be learned and we can either go about it in two different ways going forward. We either look at it as, okay, this is a failure. So therefore this is who I am. I'm a failure. Or from a positive perspective, which I like looking at life is, you know what, this, I failed at this. This is what I learned. I'm going to take these lessons and I'm going to either work on myself or make sure that I don't make the same mistakes twice. And I think that we tend to forget like how much we can learn from each other's failures as well. I think that when you have so many successes and it doesn't matter if it's like, it doesn't matter if it's a relationship or work or education you don't learn as much because I feel like you don't really face adversity in in a way that will challenge you to move forward or become a better version of yourself. There are those of us that, and my ex-husband is a perfect example where he he saw the negatives in himself or he saw adversity and he allowed adversity to really, dictate who he was in a negative way in terms of there are certain insecurities that he had growing up, which I understood he, In instead of rising above those insecurities, he took them as a crutch and as something as simple as like, you know, I, because I'm bad at this, or because I failed at this, or because I'm not good at this, therefore I am, which is which is really sad to to really look at because, at least from my perspective, and from people that are kind of similar personalities to mine, we we take those as challenges and say, hey, you know what, I'm going to rise above it and I'm going to be better the next time. And so it's really sad to 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 see you know people that you love play the victim or just or they use that as a deterrent to be better. Now I say all this because I learned a lot of what not to do and I learned what I did not want in a relationship from my 14 year relationship and even my first relationship. And I knew that those elements and now I can, I can admit that some of the elements were similar in both situations because I, I didn't learn my lesson uh, enough, apparently. I guess, you know, there's some, sometimes I make a joke that I'm a glutton for punishment. Um, not, It's not entirely funny to to kind of joke like that, but I am in a, in a much healthier place now where I can joke about it. So I know I went off a little tangent. And the reason why is because my mom has been this really influential powerhouse of a woman that... She did it all. And I think that in society now, women don't aspire to the type of woman that my mom is and the type of woman that my mom has been. You know, um, as I was growing up, she was just this, this example of what I wanted to be one day. I wanted to be like her in terms of being having, having success in, in work and in education, um, and in her and as a mother and as a wife. And she might not agree with those things, but I, I saw her for who she was and she's, she's a, she's a very strong woman and she's been, she's seen things and experienced things in life that, I think most of us have not and, and are fortunate not to. So my whole point to, to the, my, my story of, you know, the failures and, and, and kind of wrapping it with the way my mom is, she taught me a lot of what it takes to be in a relationship with a partner, my dad, and how to work hard at it. The little things that she did growing up with us kids, you know, the you know how, how she took such great care of my dad and how she continued to, to take care of my dad, all in the little things. Um, and it reminded me of a TikTok video I had watched where there's this young wife, um, her mom's visiting and as soon as her son-in-law comes home, you know, she gets up and makes him a plate of food. And of course the daughter is just like, I don't understand why this woman is doing this. You know, she, she doesn't like, why does she have to make him a plate of food? Something as simple as that is, is something that I saw my mom do every single day. Or even when we went out, uh, when we had, uh, when we had holidays with my family, I always saw her, she would always make my dad a plate of food first before she made her own plate. And even when we were growing up, you know, as kids, she would, you know, she would make my dad's plate for, you know, my dad's plate and us kids are the kids plates and then she would make her own plate. But I just remember seeing that. And it was something that I tried doing in my previous relationship with my ex-husband. And the little things like that, that I I tried to aspire to do, because that's the type of example that my mom had set for me, was usually, and I hate to say this, was usually taken with complaint in terms of, it wasn't like, hey, thank you for making me a plate. It was more of like, well, you forgot to add this, or you forgot to add that. And it was such an unhealthy relationship and it was so uninspiring and almost demeaning in a sense where it's like, I'm just trying to do something nice for, you know, my, my partner and he's complaining about it where, you know, growing up, you know, watching my, my mom do the same thing for my dad and my dad simply saying, thank you. And it, it made me realize like, hey, the the type of relationship that I was in, I was with someone that was so unappreciative because he found fault in everything I did. And there was always complaints and there was always like, you could do better or I could have done better and this is why. And it's very disheartening to be in that type of relationship, especially when I have a mom who's been so influential to me growing up and me trying to provide or do the same things. And it was just, it was looked down upon because it wasn't good enough. I just wasn't good enough. And it made me really sad a majority of the time because I had this great example of what I wanted to be. And I could not be that because I had, was with someone that just that didn't care enough and always found fault in everything I did. So I'm going back, you know, going back to, you know, the way my mom was, she, she raised us children. There's two of us, um, myself and my younger brother. She raised us, um, my, and my dad raised us as well, but just how much work that she had put in to, to her family and, 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 Taking such great care of my dad, you know the little things too. It's like she she cleaned the house and she did the laundry and she cooked and and she still have found time to go back to school at night. Um, she earned her master's degree. She also was working. She was a nurse at night as well. And so she's just this type of woman that just she did it all and and raising her family and and still being that loving, caring, supportive mom. I'm, I, reflecting back now, just, I realize how busy she was with us kids. Um, my brother and I, we, we were heavily involved in like a lot of extracurricular activities, especially me. I did, um, she would take me to piano lessons and dance classes and vocal classes. And she would, she would, take me to like my band, uh, my band, uh, events and concerts. And, and my dad was right there along with the ride, but just, just looking at the amount of things that she did for us kids growing up and just the type of wife that she was for my dad and making sure that, you know, her house looks like a home and it was comfortable and, and making sure that, you know, she, she didn't cook, she, and making sure she cooked for us too. I mean, she was, she's definitely a woman that just does it all. And I don't see that in our, in the current generation. And I can speak on this because this is type of household I was raised in and trying to take all those things that I learned from her and apply it to my previous relationship was very difficult. I mean, I could not, I couldn't even clean my own house without the ex-husband complaining because I had to be next to him almost every single second of every single day. And I could not, I couldn't just be free and I just couldn't be the type of partner, That I wanted to be because I had someone that just was quite honestly very undeserving of me. And it took me a long time to realize that little element in my relationship. Now I'm not telling, I'm not saying that I think I'm better than him. We just had different expectations and I couldn't have the freedom of being the type of woman that I really wanted to be because I had this great example of, in my opinion, what I think a woman should be like, and that is my mother. I think that to in today's society, we take, there are some women that just take that type of lifestyle or not necessarily for granted, but they but they take it and they look at it and they, they if you if you relate to lay write everything down of what my mom would do. There's going to be a lot of women, at least now, that will look at that list and say, "There's no way I can do it. I can't or I don't want to." And she, my mom is the woman that was able to do all of it. She just to give you a little bit of a background. My mom actually started working when I think she was. 12 or 14, like she was really young when she started working and she just, she knew she was very responsible and she kind of had to become an adult at a younger age because of the responsibilities that her grandma, grandmother had put on her. And she took all of those elements, and she just developed into into this really amazing woman. And I know, mom, you're probably crying and getting a little emotional. Um, it's because I love you so much. It's because I admire you so much as 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 a woman, and a wife, and a mother, and and being able to follow your dreams as best you could. And that's the type of woman that I want to be in life. Because I found such insight and such inspiration to who you are and who you are till this day. So I'm getting a little emotional now, but just wanted to say that I love you, mom. And I think that I think the world of you and you've been this really amazing example of what it's like to be just this all around ideal woman in my opinion. I might have had two failed relationships. My first two relationships were just utter failures, and I learned a lot from those and I try to make sure that the things that I that I experienced in those relationships, I don't want to ever experience again. And I want to be able to take the embodiment of who you have been mom and apply it to who i currently am and and the type of partner that i'm striving to be now i may have maybe i'm not the most qualified person to share my my histories and my advice to on what a successful relationship is but I have so many great examples particularly for my mom and other really just amazing women that I've met along the way and I see how they are you know either career women or wives or mothers and and I feel because I have these amazing examples to share with you that I I can really share insight and what it's like to have a successful relationship. Okay, because he's on camera, I'm going to introduce you. This is Tyson. Um, he's disrupting my my podcast episode right now, but his name is Tyson. Um, I'm a huge I'm a huge boxing fan, so his name is Tyson Furry. Um, if you don't know who Tyson Fury is, look it up. He is. One of the greatest heavyweight boxers of our generation, um, amazing, amazing um, uh, athlete. I actually got to see him live um, in in uh, in Vegas. Um, so let me just kind of let me just—he's he's tangled up in my mic. Okay, excuse me for that, um, but. What was I saying? I lost my train of thought. No, but what I was saying is, you know, I feel that I have such good insight as to what it takes to be in a successful relationship. I have have good insight of what what not to do in a relationship and really making sure that you are comfortable with who you are and that who you are and the type of person you are striving to be And the type of woman that you want to be in a relationship, you should be able to be all those things. And if you are in a relationship with a partner that just doesn't understand or doesn't appreciate you, it's time to move on. You only live this life once. You only live once. And the last thing that anyone wants to do, and I know I've been there where you don't want to wake up 10, 15, 20 years from now and say, you know what? I wish I had been in a better relationship. I wish I had been able to accomplish things and do things. And I wish I would just would have been able to be who I am and who I want to be in a relationship. Don't wake up like that. Don't, don't waste your life. If you have an amazing example of Of what it like, what it's like to be a woman, or the type of woman that you want to be, either from a parent, an aunt, a grandmother, or even, you know, uh, a second mom. And that might be a very good close family friend, and those are the examples that that you see day in and day out, and those are the examples that you want to strive for, and you want to be. Then do it. Be those. Be that woman. Be those women. And if you are in. Again, if you're in a relationship where you're with a partner that just doesn't appreciate you, the scariest thing to do is to walk away, but I guarantee it you will have just this amazing outlook on life. You're going to be such a you're going to be a much more positive person and it's your freedom. You're going to feel so free being in a relationship with someone that that you're able to be exactly who you want to be. So I hope you found some insight in this episode dedicated to my mother. Um, Again, a wonderful, wonderful woman. And I hope that you can take some of these, some of my insight and maybe apply it to your own life or your own relationship today. And if it's, And if you're in a relationship where you just can't be who you are, really take time to reflect on on maybe what you can adjust to or maybe what you can be or maybe what you can accomplish in your relationship. And if you feel like you can't just be yourself, again, you know, do what's right for you at the end of the day. Like you have to do what's right for you because you don't want to wake up one day with regret. So my closing words to you are this, be kind to yourself, know your self-worth. If you are in a healthy, successful relationship, hold your partner close and tell them how much you love them and how much you appreciate them. If you are not in a relationship and you are currently single, strive to be the best version of you and learn to love exactly who you are. And if you are searching for the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, make sure that you have some really good energy thrown out there. Be positive and... The moment you stop looking is the moment you'll find the person that you're meant to be with. Thank you for listening, and as always, yours truly, The Romantic Cynic.